Petersfield's Shine Radio. And I'm Joff Lacey. We're bringing you a special programme. To document the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. As Petersfield remembers. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open-air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod. With Claire Venice and Joff Lacey. Thank you for joining us. This week we have a special edition of the Peapod as the country comes to terms with the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. We hear from many people in our town, young and old, who are reflecting on the news with memories and thoughts about what our Queen meant to them. We'll also bring you tributes from our MP Damien Hines and our town mayor Peter Clist. And what better place to record this special edition than in the Queen Elizabeth Country Park, which was formally opened by the Queen in 1976. Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, Joff. Hello, Claire. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right. How are you? Yes. What a strange few days. Yeah, it has been. You know, we all knew this time would come, but when it finally does, I think a lot of us haven't known how to react. Yes, not that it's taken everyone by surprise, I don't think, but when it actually happens, you're right, Joff. It's it's strange, and I think everyone's a little bit spinning a little bit as a Mm. result of it and not quite... It's very emotional, isn't it? It is, yes. And I think people are more emotional than they thought they would be. I was speaking to someone uh, just just yesterday, um, and they actually drove past the Queen Elizabeth Country Park. And she said, well, we've already, we always know it as the Kiwi Park, so it doesn't register. Then it, there was a sign as she was driving to Portsmouth, the Queen Elizabeth Country Park. And she said, it set her off. Oh. Well, it felt right to record here, didn't it? Because it's such a gorgeous place and we're very lucky to have it on our doorstep. And we're here recording early in the morning. There's birdsong. Not many people here. It's, it's a lovely, peaceful spot. It certainly is. So, Claire, where were you at 6.30 last Thursday when the news was broken? Yeah, I was at home and had an inkling, like everybody else, I think, that there was going to be a big announcement. So I was at home with my girls and we popped the telly on. Um, and, and that was it. Were, were you at home or were you at work? Yes, I was at home. Uh, I think we knew something was happening. Um, and I'd convinced myself that the uh, news, if there was going to be news, would be on the hour. So at five o'clock, we had the telly on anyway. Uh, so at five o'clock we got round, six o'clock, and we thought, okay, it's going to be seven o'clock. We then put the telly on pause because we had to go and do something and actually missed the actual announcement because we were five minutes behind. So, yeah, it was... And we, we found out because our eldest ran down the stairs and said, it's happened, and we were, yeah, five minutes behind. But so we caught up, and uh, in the end, we were only about a minute behind the live proceedings. Yeah, well, I think social media was pretty quick on it as well, wasn't it, actually, because my daughters heard about it seconds before... Yeah. It was announced on the telly. So, yeah, yeah, very, very strange evening. And um, you know, Hugh, Hugh Edwards did 
an incredible job on the BBC. So, um, you know, he must have been preparing for that for quite some time. But when it happens, like, like you know, like everything, it's it's hard to get through, isn't it? It is, it is. And there were lots of lots of unusual words we were hearing, you know, all the, the code names like Operation London Bridge and, and things like that, you know, it was... It was interesting to see it all uh, unfold, really. Yeah, and then when we saw the um, proclamation over the weekend, watching history, I say, not been done for 70 years, and it was on telly. And so we were able to see all that was going on. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of change for us all, isn't there? Especially, God save the King, His Majesty's Police, change of stamps. Change of coins. Change of coins. Change of post boxes. Change of post boxes, yeah, and uh, banknotes. Now, we've just brought in uh, all the new denominations, the plastic notes. Of course, of course. And they're all going to have to change. But those, that will take time. But I I am expecting people to start coming, oh, is this still legal tender? And is it? It will be. Okay, good to know. It will be. So, Geoff, did did you ever meet the Queen? I didn't know. No, not even close. I, I can't think that I've ever met any of the royal family. What about yourself? No, I haven't. And actually, the closest I came was at the Chelsea Flower Show this year. I was there on press day and I left early. Uh, I'd, I'd done everything I needed to do and um, I missed her by about half an hour. I just oh, forgot <laughs> she but, was going to be there. But is, it is amazing that she was at the, the celebrations for the Platinum Jubilee and she even met the Prime Minister, the new Prime Minister, last week. And it's only been the last few years where she's had to have out walking. And you think, wow, get to that age, still working hard, mobility and everything. It's, yeah, just fantastic. Well, actually, going back to the Jubilee celebrations, I mean, they weren't that long ago, back in June, and we had great fun in town. It was really a wonderful celebration, and it's really nice to have that so clear still in our memories, you know, and to to take that with us. Yes, and it it felt important on Thursday. Uh, We found out via Shine Radio that... Uh, there was a book of condolence at St Peter's Church. So my wife and I went down on Thursday evening, about half past nine, quarter past nine. Uh, and we signed, signed the book of condolence, which we felt was important. And I was talking to Helen at the church. And I was, we were saying it was really strange because whilst we didn't know her, it's been a constant in our lives. If you lose a loved one, like many have over the last 12 months, there's been a constant, they were always a constant in your life. And then they've gone. And as I say, we didn't know the Queen personally. There's a constant in our life, gone. And uh, I read somewhere on uh, Twitter, actually, on Thursday, when uh, someone actually said, um, at times of trouble, you'd have that reassuring voice of the Queen. And she wasn't there this time. Which, which hit home for me. Mm. And were there many people down there on Thursday evening at the church with you? There wasn't. There was, it was, I say, because it only just opened up. So uh, we were the fifth names in the book. Uh, but there was only, only half a dozen. But they'd started laying flowers outside the church. So we started this special programme, Joff, with some bells that rang at Selborne Church. And we'll have some more as the programme progresses, as well as lots of local voices with reactions and, and memories of the Queen. Coming up, the children from Sheep Primary School share some of their thoughts about the Queen. 
But first, let's go back to when the news first broke that the Queen had died. The Reverend Canon Will Hughes from St Peter's Church spoke shortly after the announcement was made on the evening of Thursday the 8th of September. Hello, it's the Reverend Will Hughes here from St Peter's Church. It's a strange and a sad time and seems to have come awfully suddenly after all the thoughts and uncertainties as we mourn the death of our Queen, Queen Elizabeth II. She's been a fixed point in our lives for so long and in a strange and changing world she's been a point of permanence. And of all the odd things that have happened in the world and that our country's done, I find one of the things I am proud of is to have been a subject of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. So we give thanks for her, for her reign and for her leadership and for her service. We give thanks that even though she was the most important person in the country, she knew that she wasn't the most important thing because she knew that she and all those who she served were servants of God. She has given us so much to be thankful for. So we pray for her, that she will rest in peace and rise in glory. And like all people who lose someone who's been a fixed sure point in our lives, we have to make time now, time to miss her and time to real, time to realize that things are different. So across the whole nation and commonwealth, flags now fly as the flag over St. Peter's flies at half-mast. And the church will be open with a candle burning and space for you to light candles too, and a book of remembrance if you'd like to come and write your thoughts, your thanks, your prayers. There's space outside the church too by the stone that was laid on the Jubilee so little time ago if you want to come and leave flowers and tributes and remember her in that way because we need time. In time there will come out information as to what happens next and we will have I hope as a nation ten days of mourning, ten days of coming to terms with what has just happened and how we are different because of it. In that time, of course, there will be the announcement of our new monarch. But then there will be time, time for a state funeral, time for services in St. Peter's and across the land, time for us to come together and share our grief and give thanks and pray. The bells will ring half muffled or muffled, that echoing sound of sadness and of loss. And then like everyone who's known someone wonderful, like everyone who's known someone like Her Majesty who has been so much for us, will reflect on how we're better because of it. And we will look forward with hope and with courage for what she helped us to be. For we have much to be glad of. She has been our queen. And this is a source of pride as we miss her now. So God bless you. Pray for her. Pray for our next monarch as they prepare for their great responsibilities. Pray for each other in this strange time in the life of our country and our commonwealth. God bless you. That was the Reverend Canon Will Hughes. 
The official book of condolences is at St Peter's Church, just off the square, should you wish to add your comment. And floral tributes are being laid at the Jubilee Stone outside. Many bells have been ringing over the last few days for the Queen across the country. Guildmaster Rachel Barber from the Selborne area explains how she prepared. So my name is Rachel Barber and I'm a guild master of the Winchester and Portsmouth Diocesan Guild of Church Bell Ringers. For a number of years there's been an awareness that we needed to have a plan in place for the eventuality of the Queen passing. So uh, there was agreed with Lambeth Palace and the Royal Household um, uh, a response uh, with regard to bell ringing um, and this was distributed amongst ringers uh, quite a while ago. Um, so in preparation for today Today's ringing, um, we muffled the bells here at Selborne, which involves putting a leather uh, pad on both sides of the clapper, apart from the tenor, which is left open on the on the backstroke. So it gives a, a mournful sound. The only time the bells are fully muffled is when the reigning monarch uh, passes away. So uh, it's a sound that isn't usually heard. The children of Sheet Primary School were asked for their thoughts and feelings about the Queen on Friday morning as they learned about her passing. Um, I feel a bit woeful about the Queen dying because she was a great Queen and I can't believe she ruled for 96 years. And she was so kind and she adored everyone in the country. Alyssa, what are your thoughts about the Queen today? I wish she didn't die and I hope she lived a happy life. Freya, tell me, what are your thoughts about Her Majesty the Queen? I am very sad that she died because she was a wonderful queen. She lived a very nice life and she was the best queen that I've ever seen. And now we've got a king. I think it will be nice to have a change to have a king because we've all, the only person, the only queen that I've ever had was a girl, so it would be nice to see a change. Poppy, what do you know about the new king? Um, I know that he's called Prince, I mean, King Charles III, because there's already been a King Charles I and King Charles II. It's cool to have a king now, because we have not had a king until we were born. And we're joined now by some more pupils here at Sheep Primary School. Hello, what's your name? Alice. Alice, what are your thoughts about the Queen today? Well, I think it's quite um, a sad for her dying because um, she's been there for the whole of my life and lots of other pe- children's. I remember when we did a party for her 70th jubilee and we all made sandwiches and we did lots of crafts. What kind of person do you think the Queen was? I think she was quite a kind, loving and helpful person. My name's B. I'm quite sad because my mum really kind of respected the royal family, so she's quite sad. If you had met the Queen during her lifetime, what kind of person do you think she would have been? Um, I think she'd probably have been quite kind. She would have been funny and she would have been polite. And yes, she had a great sense of humour, didn't she? What did she do to show her sense of humour? This morning my mum showed me a video and um, she and someone else had been on a walk and two American hikers had come up and they hadn't recognised her. And when they had gone, she said, I hope there are American friends back at home 
tell them who I am. <laughs> and yes, because she had a photograph taken, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. Hello, what's your name? Wilfred. And Wilfred, tell me about the Queen. What do you know about her? I know she's really kind and when I was one I really um, loved the Queen, but sad now I'm seven and the Queen's died. And what do you know about the new king? I know he's called um, King Charles and I hope he's going to be a really um, nice king. And we'd love to hear your stories and memories of the Queen or members of the royal family here at Petersfield's Shine Radio. If you'd like to get in touch, please call or WhatsApp 01730 555 500 or you can email team at shineradio.uk. Coming up, we hear more local voices. But first, here's Petersfield's town mayor, Peter Clist. Thank you for asking me, uh, Shine Radio. I'd like to play tribute to Her Majesty the Queen on behalf of the town council and the people of Petersfield. Clearly, there have been lots of tributes since the announcement yesterday, and I've listened to many of them. Uh, They seem to me to contain several common themes, the most important being her devotion to duty. As a young wife and mother, she lost her beloved father and unhesitatingly accepted the role. She pledged herself in a famous broadcast to a life of service, however long. I am grateful that she saw and celebrated her platinum jubilee. As always, the nation celebrated with her, not least here in Petersfield. Her basic human decency and calm were important, and she was a model of integrity. She was never ashamed to declare her Christian faith and her tolerance of those of other faiths and of none. She was famously well informed. Prime ministers are not allowed to say what they discussed with the Queen, but all speak of a well-informed monarch unafraid to ask questions. Her sheer longevity was important. She worked with 15 Prime Ministers, starting with Churchill. More surprisingly, she met 13 American Presidents and forged close links with most. During her reign, the only one she didn't meet was LBJ, Lyndon Johnson, who never visited the UK as President. She met more, it is believed, she met more US Presidents than any living American citizen. She was committed to the Union of the Kingdom and spent much time in the various nations of the UK, clearly loving her time in Scotland. She was equally committed to the Commonwealth, visited member countries regularly, and some still have her as Head of State. She used her position to support charities and was patron of many. Most say that she was not just a figurehead. There's a common theme as well with her interest in people. She met so many people whilst on duty, but many have stories of her genuine interest in them, of her warmth and of her amazing memory, if they ever met again. But lastly, she was human. Her family had the problems of many modern families. Throughout, she was calm and dignified. She loved her horses and horse riding, her dogs and country walks, and unusually, she had a sense of humour. She was prepared to let her subjects see her sense of humour. Appearing with James Bond and Paddington Bear were utterly unexpected, and the highlights of the events they graced. Very few have known any other monarch. I think we will all miss her. 
And as Petersfield, we send our condolences to the royal family and especially to His Majesty King Charles III. Thank you. That was Petersfield's town mayor, Councillor Peter Clist, paying tribute to the Queen on behalf of the town council and the people of Petersfield. Let's hear now from some more local voices. Shine Radio's Stephen Martin went to the square on Friday morning to meet with local residents. Well, you can hear the tenor bell ringing at St Peter's Church. Uh, Rosemary's with me. Rosemary, you've just signed the Book of Condolence inside. That's right, yes. Well, all I said was thank you. And um, I do feel it's a very seminal moment because personally I think, I hope this country understands about a constitutional monarchy and how it makes us stronger. And what about Her Majesty the Queen herself? What's your thoughts about her as a person? Well, she was tremendous, wasn't she? And she gave, she gave everything for what she believed in, which was the British people, I think. And now we have a king. Well, that's right, and I, I, I'm sure he will do his best. <laughs> Rosemary, lovely to speak to you. Thank you. Thank you. And you've just signed the book of condolence. Um, what have you said? Well, just thanked her for a lifetime of service. She gave so much for everyone, and um, as some people say, she was like she was like your gran. Um, so it was thank you, and that's really all, really. And what's your name? My name's Caroline. And have you signed the book as well? I have indeed, yeah, absolutely. I signed it um, sort of saying God bless, rest in peace, and thank you very much for everything. And I, I signed it for myself, but also on behalf of my mum. She's proper, really proper royalist, and she, she's on holiday at the moment. So she really wants to be here, but she couldn't, so it means a lot. And what are your thoughts as you reflect on the life of the Queen? I think she was amazing. I think um, she was the matriarch of the country and just just the foundation of everything wasn't she for everybody um she'll be really sorely missed my name is aga you're here in petersfield as the bell is tolling for her majesty what did queen elizabeth mean to you all right i think it's the, one of the most important uh, women in in english history and uh, of course everybody the whole the whole world knows knows her and I think that she was magnificent. And you, okay, I'm just. And you know what is very uh, special? Because we we bought the tickets uh, in advance to come here to visit our friends. And unfortunately, we uh, you know we heard the bad the bad news. So it is a special day. It was a special day for us because we came here, and uh, the queen was was that. That's it. And what reputation does the royal family, and in particular Her Majesty the Queen, have in Poland? Oh, to tell you this, the truth, I'm you know I'm not really into history very much, but uh, in my opinion, uh, okay, we a lot of people uh, in Poland appreciate uh, uh, the royal family, and we just you know uh, we think that it's amazing. And what do you think about the way that here in England, here in Britain? we mark these formal occasions oh this is you know a very spe- special time this is this is your history i know so this now i think it's where with the death of the of the queen uh, we you've got another another epoch so something new will start i think <laughs> okay thank you very much for your time <laughs> thank you very much okay it was nice to talk to you thank you
Now, a lot of events were cancelled or postponed over the weekend in Beesfield, as they have been up and down the country due to Her Majesty's death. But some have gone on ahead, respectfully. This past weekend saw Petersfield's open-air pool's 60th anniversary take place on Saturday and the Hampshire Country Sports Day on Sunday. Many attending kept the Queen in their thoughts. I am at our outdoor Lido in Petersfield who are celebrating their 60th anniversary and a gentleman by the name of Jason started to talk to me about the royal family. Why well, the, the members of the royal family I've had the privilege to meet has been, been a very positive experience for me. I've managed to uh, have time with Princess Anne and get to introduce myself and explain the work I do. I had a, the opportunity to meet Prince Edward um, but I had to make a hard rational choice between Prince Edward and, and meeting my to-be wife uh, in a first date. And uh, I think I made the right decision on the, the second one. I, I think, yes, I can tell the decision <laughs> you did make. We, after 15 years, we got married last year and, uh, yeah, it's splendid. But, uh, yeah, we wish the royal family um, all the best. They're going to be continuing to do a sterling job for the country, I have no doubt. As a psychologist, I, I'm, I'm picking up the right signals. I was going to ask you what you did because you said your job took you to uh, that potential meeting. Yes, I used to be a, a lecturer at the University of Surrey in uh, psychology and uh, and people sciences. So uh, I know what, what cues to look for in people's behaviour and attitudes. They've all got it. And do you think our new king is going to make a good king? I do. Two words. Thank you. Petersfield's Shine Radio. We've come to the British Association for Shooting and Conservation Stand. We've met with Michelle Nuds. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. Now, Michelle, this has been recorded a couple of days after the Queen has died, and the show is still going ahead, but I see you have a memorial table there for the Queen. We do. Um, You know, obviously very respectful and very sad that the Queen has passed away. She was passionate about her country pursuits you know there are many pictures you'll see on social media with regards to her and her gun dogs and her horses so the people of the countryside are you know very respectful in the respect of we are here today there will be uh, a minute silence later today the flag in the centre of the arena will come down as with the respect across the country um, and we obviously just have our little remembrance and, and uh, you know memories of the Queen you'll probably ask a lot of people here that live and work in the countryside whether they've met her you know and it was beautiful this morning I don't know if we saw it on the telly but uh, her coffin was first carried by six gamekeepers which is passionate for all of us thank you very much our MP Damien Hines gave a tribute in the House of Commons on behalf of the people of East Hampshire to the late Queen and the new King Damien Hines thank you very much Madam Deputy Speaker on behalf of my constituents in East Hampshire I want to convey our sincere sympathies to the royal family and express our heartfelt thanks for the life of Her Late Majesty. My own first consciousness of the Queen, like many others who have spoken of roughly my age, was 1977. Although unlike others who have spoken, I wasn't actually in the same place as the Queen at the time. My consciousness was just through the street parties, the bunting, the mug, which by the way I still have, and those little, if you remember them, the little round badges we got to sew onto our to our cub uniform. I didn't yet quite know how, but for the first time I got that sense that as Britons we are especially blessed. I could not have known possibly that decades later I would have that rare uh, opportunity, as others have mentioned, to meet meet the Queen. And it was the honour of my life to be admitted to the Privy Council, but most especially to be able to attend one of those lunches at Windsor Castle, which have come up 
a few times and have the opportunity to talk directly with our monarch about the subject which I was representing, which was education. And I have to say, it was remarkable the level not only of knowledge that she had about current issues, but also her level of interest to discuss it further. Now, speaking of education, I find when I visit primary schools in East Hampshire, actually there are three questions that are guaranteed from the kids. The first is, what is your favourite colour? Uh, the second is, what's the Prime Minister like? And of course, the third is, have you met the Queen? I love that opportunity because I think it's wonderful to talk to those children, the next generation, about her values. And I always come away uh, taking a lot from it too. We've heard some, some wonderful tributes today, some beautiful tributes actually, to Her Late Majesty. But I, I think probably the, the biggest tribute of all that, that any of us could make, and I think particularly for us in this place, is to seek to learn from uh, and to emulate her her example, her selflessness, her steadfastness, her commitment above all to service, her readiness to forgive, her appreciation of every individual that she met, her valuing of custom and tradition, but equally her adaptability and openness to change. Madam Deputy Speaker, our constitutional monarchy is unique and special. And I found myself last night trying to explain to my own children exactly why and how. This family that, through no choice of their own, carry a great burden in the unity of nationhood and a much, much wider uh, world role. And of course, with her passing, that role carries on, the crown endures. So we mourn our beloved Queen Elizabeth and we celebrate too her life of service. Eternal rest, Grant unto her, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon her. And may the Lord bless and guide our sovereign, King Charles. God save the King. Long may he reign. Students at Ditcham Park School spent time discussing their reactions. And it's really good to hear a younger generation's perspective. I think it's just a really sad day for everyone, really, and everyone in the world. She's obviously been on the throne for 70 years, so I think that's, that's got its significance. It's really interesting the different reactions that people have had to it. However anyone feels about the monarchy, it sort of has an impact on everybody. She is so deeply embedded in not only our sort of culture as a, as a nation, but in our popular culture. The Queen is everywhere. A shock, really. Than, uh, than anything, because for most people who are around today, she's been on the throne, and no one's really known anyone different. And money and stamps, you've seen her face on it. So it's, it's more just everyday life, and then, you, you know, to have someone else who'll be, who'll be really strange in that sense. With everything that's happened, in my lifetime anyway, the Queen's always been there, and, and I guess... You know, you kind of get the feeling that she's going to be there forever, and of course she's not, but it's a weird feeling, you know, to know that it's, it's, it's ended now and some, it's a new era that's going to happen. I have a rather fond memory of when the Queen became the longest reigning monarch. I think it was in about 2015, and I think she gave quite a lot of uh, coins to every school in England. I found it yesterday and I was having a look at it and I, was, I think it's quite nice. We'll all have something to remember her by. I think it's definitely 
just a really nice thing that we all got to celebrate her reign before she has passed. I volunteer at an after school club in my village and it's really nice to see how excited the kids got for it and it brought back a lot of memories from the Diamond Jubilee. How long do you think this transition will be or what changes do you think are ahead? <laughs> I think the Queen um, obviously was so important to everyone that it might it might take a while for people to sort of recognize like new pound notes and uh, stamps and everything that's going to change but I do think she's been reigning for so long that people kind of it was almost expected sooner rather than later because she's very old and but I think people may have been able to prepare for it but um, it would always be sad that she's gone I think. I don't think it can really be the same. I think it is definitely a new era for our for our royal family and our, our monarchy and whether it will have the same kind of potence to people as it did when the queen was the monarch. I I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure that it will. Well, I was just going to say I think the monarchy and the queen I I almost think of them as different things. Like mm. if people don't like the monarchy, I think even though they don't like the monarchy, they still like the queen. Mm. Um because she, she's always been there. And I think people may be now maybe straying away from the monarchy, or they might be getting closer. I'm, I'm not sure. It, time will tell. Mm. Most people could unite with the Queen, mm. and not necessarily the monarchy, but, you know, the lady who ran it. Well, she's a, she's a cultural figure as well, really. I think that's there's a thing about her that made her so special, is she is a, is a cultural figure as well as just our monarch. You have to have respect in the terms of like she is a family member to a, like a lot of people. She has a massive family, and to our nation, I think she's quite a, a very important figure. Uh, I noticed it might have been the first time that when we were told to be quiet in assembly, everyone was quiet because everyone was sad, and you know it was trying to be respectful because I think that everyone was sad, and I think it's probably the first time that it's ever happened in assembly <laughs> where everyone's been quiet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Although people are going to be really sad about it, you, you got to got to remember that she lived a very long life and a and a a good one at that. And um, she met a lot of people and she did exciting things. And you got to be happy about that. And it it's going to be a sad few days, but I think I think you got to remember that you know everyone's got to be cheery about that sort of thing. Remember on the positive. We couldn't put a Petersfield Remembers the Queen programme together without talking to the most loyal of British subjects, David Weeks. He spoke to Shine Radio's Joe Gray. My name is David Weeks. I've always been a royalist all my life, special occasions. I like to be there. The most important one was meeting the Queen, coming over at Windsor Castle, shaking hands with her and talking to her about my costume and she admired my costume. It was just out of this world. A proclamation was read in towns across Surrey and Hampshire on Sunday to announce that the Queen had died and King Charles III has acceded the throne. In Petersfield, this was read in a private event at the East Hampshire District Council offices. Although it was not open to the public, it was videoed for the council's website and social media channels. Neil Hitch, who's the town clerk of the town council, explains in more detail about what happens next. Neil, what is the role of the council in organising events and procedures that are related to the process of this transition from Queen to King? At town council level, we have a very literal small involvement. Uh, the majority of the work is done by the bigger authorities at uh, either district or county level. But uh, 
we're still governed by law, we're governed by statute, and also by really what the mood of the country feels is right and what we should do rather than necessarily what we could do. Uh, so, for example, council business, it's all been suspended. Formal meetings have been suspended until after the funeral because it's just not believed to be right to hold them during this period of national mourning. And uh, the legislative advice we've received from our sector bodies is that they shouldn't be held during this period. So that's the sort of thing that, uh, on a practical level, uh, we're involved with, as well as just trying to make the visible signs to the community as a whole look right and appear right and try to give the right sort of impression. That must have been a difficult decision to come to because Her Majesty the Queen famously was in favour of simplicity and efficiency and yet you've made a decision to make the council decision-making process even slower. It is, but certainly, as I say, the legislative advice was that the legal period in which we have to call meetings does not include days of national mourning. And as a result, with us being in national mourning now, any meeting we had planned for this week and next week couldn't go ahead by law. So that was the interpretation that we've actually put in place and been advised should be the case. And we stood here uh, by the flagpole, the official flag outside the town hall in Petersfield. Um, What's going on there? That's at half-mast until the morning after the funeral. Again, this is laid down by uh, normal national protocol. It was raised to its full height for the proclamation day, Uh, But other than that, it remains at half-mast during the term of the period of national mourning. And the proclamation of King Charles III has been taking place first in London, but also around the country. What what happened here in Petersfield? Well, we understand that there was a proclamation held at East Hampshire District Council offices. Um, We didn't hear about this until after office closures on Friday evening, which is a pity. And uh, I think as a result, we weren't actually able to get there for the day. But our expectation was that that proclamation would be made in public, and I'm not sure that that was the case, say, subsequently. But because of our belief that it would be in public, we just didn't feel it right to hold a second one in the town in public. It just seemed to be overkill. In hindsight, if we had known that the District Council proclamation would be behind closed doors, then we would probably have done something a bit different. But it's a pity... But it's, it's the way things were. And how would you have done it in Petersfield if it had fallen to you? We would have done it outside this building where we are now, uh, underneath the flagpole, and that would have been the natural focal point for the town council to actually do and hold such a proclamation. And legally, yeah. is King Charles III our king if the proclamation has not been made? The important proclamation is the one in London. And when that is made... That means, yes, he is our king, uh, regardless of how many other places that proclamation is made. So, yes, he would still be our king. So what would have been done here would have been entirely ceremonial? It would. It really reflects a time when people did not have uh, mass media ability to actually get hold of information. Social media didn't exist. It was all done in times when people just did not pick up news. And that was how... The information was passed on during those periods. Well, Neil, you and I are stood here now. This may not be mass media, it's certainly community (laughs) media. Will you join me and say together, God God save save the the King. King. As many of us take the time to write in the Book of Condolences in St Peter's Church, one lady kindly spoke about why the Queen was important to her. Sarah. Sarah, do you live in Petersfield? Yes, I do. do. We're stood in the square, 
the tenor bell is tolling. What are your thoughts at this time? It's just just deeply sad and moving, and I think the whole nation's feeling it, not just here, but, you know, well, the whole world is feeling it, really, and it's just, it's just a real special moment in history, and it's just so very, very sad. Yeah. And what did Her Majesty the Queen mean to you? Well, she was everything. I think she was everything to everybody. Um, she was just a stalwart, wasn't she? And, and she made Britain what it was and everybody knew that and she represented everything there was to know about being British and I think it's you know a special thing has her gone and we'll never really get that back again not like she did for the country and the world really what was the closest you ever got to the Queen Ascot I <laughs> day <laughs> Ascot and she went past in the carriage and didn't give her a wave and and it was lovely it was a real special moment just to see her wave and smiling you know it's just lovely. It's really, really lovely. I think she's special to lots and lots of people, whether you've ever met her or not. She's a special, special lady. And um, have you had a chance to think about King Charles III? It's going to take us a long time to say it. Not that we don't mean it, but it's, it doesn't roll off the tongue as easily, does it, as Queen Elizabeth or the Queen. Whether we're going to just still be calling him Charles for a long time rather than King Charles, because that's what we've been doing for 70 years. So... It, but it's time to change and move on and, and, and let's just see what he brings and let's hope he carries a lot of his mum's ethics and special, special things and see what he's got to bring. And it'll be very interesting to see. It's a new era. Sarah, we're standing in the square. Just describe for listeners the, the scene around here. Um, very still, very calm. Um, obviously, there's still people doing the thing but there's definitely an air of peace and thoughtfulness and everybody's stopped to listen to pay their respects and it's it's lovely very moving thank you thank you very much and so we come to the end of this week's petersfield remembers peapod thank you for joining us thanks also to our many contributors and to the shine radio team who have helped to put this program together if you would like to share a story or memory of the Queen, please do get in touch. You can email team at shineradio.uk or call or send a WhatsApp to 01730 555 500. We end with the bells from St Peter's Church. So, from Claire and I this week... Take care. And goodbye. When you listen to Petersfield's Shine Radio, the children of Sheet Primary School will keep you on time. It's 16 minutes to 7. It's quarter past 5. 
Through the day, every day, their young voices keep Petersfield running like clockwork. It's 27 minutes to 12. It's half past six. Shine Time is sponsored by Pickets and Purses for the timeless beauty of new and vintage jewellery in Petersfield. It's 29 minutes to three. Shine Time, only from Petersfield's Shine Radio. Shine Radio. 